Hi, I'm Bianca Bailey, and I'll be your host. Today, this, the first episode of this podcast, will feature a personal narrative, a poem, and a song. All the pieces you'll hear today are based on a theme, and the theme is, you can never really go home again. This is The One Mic Project. I left my native Jamaica when I was 19 years old to attend college in the United States. Stayed there for four years and then bounced around for a few months after graduation in New York City trying to figure out what to do. And shortly after that, I left uh, New York and moved to Japan to teach English. And I've been here in Japan for the past nine years. I can't believe it's been nine years. And Yeah, and you know, now I think about it, I realize that I've spent almost all of my adult life living abroad. And so that kind of just got me wondering about, you know, the concept of home, especially when you've lived away from the place of your birth for so long. What does it mean to call a place home? Uh, I, I still think about Jamaica as home, you know, but it's still... will feel really strange, you know, to go back there to live, having been away for so long. So that's why I, you know, got started thinking about the theme. What what does it mean to be home? And what does it mean to call a place home, especially when you've been away for so long? So today, you'll hear a song by Sam Bennett a poem by Yonique Myrie, but first, a personal narrative from Elmika Henderson, who is someone I met in a an online community for people who enjoy international travel. She recently moved to Tokyo a few months ago with her son, and she, I'm very glad that she decided to record this personal piece for, for me. So have a listen. Home has always been more of a concept to me than an actual location. I first left home when I was 18. I had just graduated high school and I went to college in Atlanta. I guess I wanted to get away and explore someplace new, mostly because I spent my life in Wichita and I wanted out. Atlanta wasn't quite like home, but I guess that was kind of what I was going for. Something different, I guess. It was very different, so needless to say, it didn't work out, and I went back to Kansas. About a year later, I moved and went to Arkansas to finish school. As much as I tried to make a life there, it never felt like I fit in, and it seemed like I was just forcing Little Rock to be my new home when it wasn't. So I decided to move to Philadelphia. Philly was home for about 10 years before I decided to leave. It was, quite honestly, more home than any other home that I had tried to make. It was the place where I got my first passport. It was where I gave birth to my son. It was where I was building a family at one time. After I graduated, I began to travel more, and that's when I realized that home was not a place where your family resided, but more about the experiences you had.
I once spent a summer in Peru with a family named Mogollon. For that summer, Doris was my mother, Guillermo was my dad, and I had three of the funniest brothers a girl could ask for. They actually teased me about what was worst, my Spanish or their English. But that was home. They took care of me and they shared their lives with me. That summer, I left Peru a different person, and I returned to a home that I no longer recognized. I seem to always return to that feeling of home when I'm abroad. Among all the chaos, culture shock, new sights, smells, energies, something seems very familiar about it all. Instantly, I recognize it and myself in all of my surroundings. I connect with the language and the people of that country. In a crowded souk in Oman, a little girl can lock eyes with me, connect with my spirit, and greet with me, Assalamu alaikum, and I instinctively respond, Wa alaikum salam. Walking through a town in Zambia, I see myself and the children and the faces around me. In Tanzania, I see the faces of my grandmothers and aunts and the women scolding me for not knowing Swahili. In India, I easily adapt to the rhythm of life there, bobbing and weaving through the traffic, and thanking God that I made it to the other side. In Tokyo, I don't feel out of place here, despite the fact that I look like no one around me. But that's what happens. Travel changes you, and it's forever changed me. I'm a nomad, a wanderlust, a terrestrial roustabout. Because of this fact, I can never go home. Because home no longer exists. Home. I want to go home. I have said this more than a thousand times over the last five years or more. It has now been embedded in my core. Everything I do, every thought, every breath, every move puts me one step closer to home. It's fine and all having this quest, the ultimate destination in mind, something to work towards before the ultimate exploration of my time. The only problem is, I don't know if I can go home again. I don't even know if I even have a home. You know, the no place like home kind of home. That home that you feel at ease. The one that you release your fears and inhibitions at the door. That home that comforts you and allows you to soar. That home with memories spring into life. With every step. The one with the good and the bad. The happy and the sad. The home that no matter how long you stay away, you always come back to find it the same way. And even when some things have changed, there is always something, someone who remains the same. That someone will remind you, no matter how old you get, you still have not passed the child stage yet.
that someone will always be in the same spot, even if it was just tearing the dinner pot. She was always there or here, letting me know that she truly cares. She heard my cries when there was no sound. She always had my back, even when I was on the wrong track. When I was a teenager, I used to tell my friend, Sincere, that a house is not a home. I used to tell her how I constantly felt I didn't belong there. I was a caged bird and needed to fly, and no one understood why. I was so different, so closed off. It was no fault of mine. It's just that instability took its toll. Nobody's nature gave rise to insecurity. Yet still I loved my freedom. My independence. My ability to just be me. I had never looked for trouble. But trouble found its way to me. Even now that I am grown, my naivety takes me to the darkest places, making me want to go back to the home, to that home that doesn't exist anymore, whose physical manifestation is the kind that can be seen yet it exists in my mind. Yet still I want to go home, to breathe life into death, so that the memories that enslave me to this home can finally set me free to find a home away from home that is perfect for my children and me. That was Home, a poem by Yonique Myrie. Yonique hails from the Sugarcane Parish of Westmoreland, Jamaica. Her poetry encompasses simply rhythmic patterns and are sometimes underlined by sexual innuendos. Her passion is writing and she is currently working to jumpstart her novel. And right before Yonique, we heard from Elmika Henderson. Elmika is a psychologist, photographer, writer and mother. She enjoys all things brunch-related and traveling around the world with her son, primarily in search of the perfect French fry. Last up for this episode, um, we're going to hear a song from Sam Bennett. Um, Sam is a musician, songwriter, and singer born in the deep south of the United States and is now based in Tokyo. He plays a number of instruments, including drums, percussion, unusual string instruments like the one string and three string guitars, jaw harps, mouth bow, and many, many more, including squeaky pigs, which I have seen in person. And um, his contribution to this episode is pretty interesting. It's a song, which is a fictional story 
about a man who has to come to grips with newly found evidence of his father's viciously racist past. Um, and I'd like to take this opportunity to thank all three of the contributors to the podcast today. Um, I'm now taking story pitches for the next podcast. So I'm looking for true stories on the next theme. And the next theme will be, whoops, please send your <laughs> pitches and story ideas to the one mic project at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Seemed to poison the evening air. If 
it's made a horrible deafening sound And I shouldn't have never gone home again No, I shouldn't have never gone home again Yeah, I shouldn't have never gone home You can't go After I left Georgia, I created a home, a childhood home of the mind where righteousness ruled. But it all came tumbling down with that suitcase and that photograph. I saw the truth and I knew that I'd been fooled. Now I've got to live out all my life with the terrible truth about my daddy. A vicious, hateful, murdering man was he There can be no running away And people I know are forever be haunted By the nameless murdered man Hanging from a tree And I should never, never gone home again Should never, never gone home 